Cheers from the press box. I'm your host, Headphone Joe, and I'm here with my co-host, as always. What's up, everybody? Brennan Tassif coming to you live from New York. New York City. New York. So, where your identity is not even yours. So, uh, we're going to get right to <laughs> Cannot believe it. There's some big NFL matchups, obviously. We just had the conference championship games. Uh, and then we got some basketball stuff, a uh, lot going on in basketball, especially women's college basketball. Women's college basketball has had a week since we last recorded. Um, then we got NHL updates, Fulham Corner, and we're going to get out of here because we're both busy, busy boys. Busy, busy, busy. Boys. But not too busy to do this show and not too busy to kick it off. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. All right, Brandon. Which, which, wait, let's just go in the order of uh, yeah. first game, second game. Yeah, how I have it. No game of the week. Now. I'm very upset. No this uh, is super upset. disappointing. I I'm cursed. I've realized I'm cursed. Every team I rooted for has lost. Yeah. Right? Every matchup I was hoping for is done, and now I, I I don't know if I put my curse on the next team I want to win because I don't want the other team to win. But should I say that I want this team to win out loud because it might curse them? Yeah, so, so we were right. For the listeners, we were right. By the way, the the the, the picks we had should have won the game. We were so right. We, we were, were right. So they were the better right. teams. We were so right. Like we were. I'm standing on this hill. I was not wrong. Everything I said was correct. Yep. Even though, all right, let's get to the first game: Kansas City versus Baltimore. Kansas City at Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore lost the game, seventeen uh, ten. Kansas City won. Um, Baltimore, Brennan, can you explain to me what happened with the play calling for the Baltimore Ravens and the decision making by Lamar Jackson? It was very interesting because the whole time I'm watching this game, Romo was like, well, it was Romo. Yeah, Romo yeah, was Romo like, Nance. Romo's like, they have to run the ball. They have to run the ball. Like, that's how they're going to win this game is by running the ball. And they didn't. They didn't want to run the. They didn't they want to chose do not it. to run the ball. They just chose. <laughs> it was so because the times, because Romo kept saying it on the broadcast. Total carries. Yep, and Romo kept saying it on the broadcast. He was like, "Quick game, screens to the running backs. They got to run the ball." He's like, "They're they're 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 running back. Their backfield and their offensive line is better than the front seven of Kansas City." And every time they did it, it seemed like they got like big chunks. Yeah. But then they just didn't want to keep doing it. Gus Edwards had three carries. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was. I, I, Gus Edwards has three carries. Justice Hill had three carries. Zay Flowers had two. So let's move that off the board. And then Lamar had eight. And some of those were just scrambles. And and all of those were scrambles. He had. I was like, why are we not running any designed runs at this point? Like, what are we doing? And the defense played 
lights out. Man, first two drives, the defense was getting walked all over. Yeah, I got after nervous. After that, I got shoulder. I was like, oh, man. But then after that, they locked in, and they didn't let Kansas City score the entire second half. Six straight punts, like – the defense did their part. We didn't think it, nobody thought it was going to be a freaking game where you hold Kansas City to zero. Like the defense did their part. They allowed 17 points only. If Baltimore can get 20 points, they win this. Huge game. fourth down stop, too. What was that in the fourth quarter? They throw yeah. it to Kelsey no, and he's like a yard short. Was that late in the third, or do you think? I think that was in the first half still. Was it? Yeah, I think that was they got that stop. That then was Baltimore because they get the ball back at the second, and I was like, "Oh, if they score again, and then they get the ball back, this is going to no. be uncomfortable." So it was the fourth down stop. Baltimore got it, couldn't move it, but it was again like three straight passes, so no time went off the clock. Punt it to Kansas City, and that's when everybody on the Baltimore defense kind of lost their mind and got mm-hmm. like five damn near personal fouls and then just move yeah. the Chiefs right in field goal range right before the half. And that's how they yeah, got the, 17. The personal fouls. Uh, so this is, this might be a hot take. I don't know if it's that hot though. I completely agree with the roughing the passer aggression. Mm-hmm. Like I, I agree with that. Like, especially in the first half, like let Patrick know you're there and mm-hmm. let him know this is going to be a long night. And I think it wore on him because some of those, some of those it's like, all right, yeah, you got to, you know, let, let him feel you, let him know you're there. But like the Van Noy, Travis Kelsey thing, first of all, I thought that was, Oh yeah, that was, I'm talking about the, the rough in the past. Yeah. I thought that was going to be offsetting, but you know, they only caught, Kyle Van Noy getting in that Kelsey, and it's like well, only he caught the black he, guy. You know what he, I mean? He, but he, he he conned them into it, man. That that's a oh, heady yeah. play by a savvy vet and another vet not realizing. You know, got to keep my cool here. Like, yeah, Kelsey was chirping the whole game. So Kelsey was like from the jump street of the whole yep. Justin Tucker kicking tee thing like they were just trying to get up and under their skin in baltimore got un they got rattled i mean you saw it in those first two drives defensively like their defense was rattled they were shaking mm-hmm. um in that entire first half and then the second half they made the adjustments they calmed down they cooled off and they locked in they did what they were supposed to do and they gave the offense every opportunity to win this game i mean we haven't even gotten yeah. to the biggest the two bigger plays of the game to me, I think there's one big play that the shifts Zay the Jones entire fumble. game. The Zay Jones fumble yeah. completely shifts the entirety of this game. Yeah, because I say it all the time. It's three plays. It's the and and this one it was one. It, you could have chalked it up to one. It. You really could nail it to one because. So my thing is, Zay Flower doesn't fumble that ball. They score. It's a 14-7 game. Uh, if the defense continues to hold on like they were, another fourth four three and out punt the next drive when Lamar throws an interception of likely he's not pressing because they're not down by 10 yeah so he will either feel more comfortable to tuck and run and get what he can or just look away throw it somewhere else they'll settle for three now that's 17 17 again you know in a fairy tale world they get 17-17, defense holds up again. They got in position for another field goal. So now it's 2017. Like the whole but you know, the game's gonna change, obviously, because Pat Mahomes might be a little more aggressive once the score gets a little closer. It's all but the 
you took that away. You took that threat away once that fumble happened because now Baltimore felt like pressed to try to ha- make something happen. And that's why you have likely throwing his hands up and Lamar making a terrible decision throwing yeah. that pass. I think it should have been a pass interference, but it didn't get called. I was yeah. saying, Sterator was like, you know, I think uh, it was either, no, it was either Sterator or Romo. They were like, yeah, he doesn't even contact them until the ball gets there. And then you see it again, like, as they're in the replay. That, and like, he was like, yeah, it's a little literally early. touching him. And yeah, they're like, yeah, he gets there a little early, but it's not enough. It's like, so what do we, Brendan, this was the weirdest weekend. Let me just cut to this and then I'll get back to you. This was the weirdest weekend of football I've ever watched. I need to make sure, but from just watching it, were there zero pass interference called in both games? I don't think there was one pass interference oh, called yeah, in no, either right. game. Like every time I was like, oh, a flag's coming. A flag never came. Like on obvious pass interferences. Like the, the, I was like the one time they were about to call it, Brandon and I, you caught the ball. And then they were just like, yeah, there's no point of calling it then. And also, I don't know how that would have been a pass interference. That would have been a terrible call. But. Yeah, and the thing with the so for those of you listening who might not have who might have missed it, Zay Flowers uh, <clears throat> has a completion. Yeah, it says there's none according to Google machine. Um, Zay Flowers catches the ball and he's running towards the end zone and he outstretches his arms to try like as he's getting tackled, he pushes his arms out to try and get the ball, and then Sneed just comes over the top and punches it out, yeah. like literally a half a yard from the goal line, and you're like. <laughs> That and I as a as a Jags fan, I see this a lot because Trevor Lawrence will do the up over Mm. and they always punch the ball out, but he always crosses the plane before. So in my head, just as a reaction from seeing that at least six times this season, I see him like stretch out his arms and then it gets punched. And I'm like, oh, he's obviously over the plane. Like, that's why I was like, he's in. He's in. I texted everybody. He's in. And then I was like, the replay. And I'm like, why? Oh, no. Oh no! <laughs> I turned into Andy. Uh, yeah, I was like, "Oh no!" Yeah, it was it was a great play by Sneed. Sneed was all over the field. Uh, yeah. Not the best player in this game, though, especially on defense. Kyle Hamilton. Kyle Hamilton. I was begging Jacksonville to take um, in the top ten a few years ago or two years ago. Uh, was everywhere, and it was interesting because I thought, obviously, we're talking about Travis Kelsey was chirping the whole time. Um, and Travis Kelsey caught one sick pass, mm. like that that low one that he had to like that basically pass, yeah. die for. No, 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 oh, just no, a first one. down. Yeah, yeah, the one where he's like about. falling down and catches it. And it was an insane pass. But then he gets up and gets in Kyle's face like, you can't guard me. It's like, that was that was more luck than it was skill. Or but, it was just a lot of skill. But it's not like, and then Kyle Hamilton like was everywhere. It like had a sack but, like two plays later. But- I mean, Kelsey did go 11 for 11 for 116 and caught a touchdown all Kyle Hamilton. They could not stop him. (laughs) They couldn't until the second half. I mean, the second half, they got better. Two catches in the second half or three catches. At that point, they didn't even need it. I know. So what is your belief? I've been seeing a lot of stuff about people because with the it was five punts and a kneel down in the uh, second half. Mm. And there's a lot of people I saw online and on podcasts and stuff. Some people will have the take of like, oh, well, they were already ahead, so they were just running the clock down. And in my head, I'm like, there is no Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes offense where in the f- the first series of the second half, you're like, oh, let's just run out the clock. Like, 
No, I think um, I even think the second on, or third series, they want to score. Yeah, I think obviously they were trying to score. I but I think while they were trying to score, they didn't feel pressed to score. So. Yeah. Unlike Baltimore, for whatever reason, I still can't explain it. Todd Munkin, you have a lot of explaining to do. Um, uh, they stuck with the run. Yeah. They kept running the ball. Even though they didn't get that much from the running game, they still would hand it off to Pacheco. They still tried to call their full gambit of plays. They They didn't feel the need or the pressure to go out and score. So it was kind of like, hey, we could put this in neutral and we could kind of cruise control this bad boy. I don't know why I just did two different car references. Uh, (laughs) We could put this in cruise control and we can try to milk the clock while also we can try to do in the first half, have these long drawn out drives. They had like a nine minute drive in the first quarter. Yeah. Um, So it's like we can 11 plays and then 16 plays. Yeah, so like we keep trying to do that while maintaining this lead. And if we feel like we need to get something quick, we'll do that. And we saw it with the final play of the game effectively when like, hey, we need to get this first down in order to get stop the clock and or extend the clock and all that jazz. Like, hey, let's throw it over the top to Marcus Valdez Scanton. Yeah, that was an insane catch, yeah. by the way. That one. It's two playoff games in a row. You hear nothing from him, and then he makes like the Bang. game win, <laughs> and you're like, "Wait, what?" Um, I wanted to ask you because Kansas so City's been Kansas way. City, but I was, hold on, hold on. It was so funny because like earlier that day, people were tweeting, "Man, this Mar- Marquez Valdez scandling drop is gonna be be like so soul crushing." And then I saw the pass going to him, and I was like, "Is it here?" <laughs> and then he caught it. I was like, "Oh no." <laughs> um, it was interesting too because I heard a lot on the broadcast. They were like, "Oh, and this Kansas City offensive line is just mauling." And it's like, this is the same offensive line where all year everyone's like, "This is not a good offensive line." This is Juwan Taylor has more offsides than any other player in the NFL. Like false this starts. offense, false starts. Excuse me. This offensive line isn't going to hold up. Blah blah blah. And they didn't. Again, and especially in the second half, Baltimore's defense kind of other than the if you take out those penalties, which, again, I think they were like right to call, but also right to inflict mm-hmm. like you, you it's not, you know, some of them, like the, the clothesline. Everyone's talking shit about it. I was like, no, I, I like that play. It's like, yo, what's up now, dude? <laughs> but like, I don't think this offensive line is very good. I think this is going to be a problem in the Super Bowl. Um. <laughs> I don't think that'll be a problem. We'll talk about that shortly. Uh, I think the offensive line, I think they are good, one. But I think they're 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 bad in the ways that a player like Patrick Mahomes can overcome. Yeah, like, I guess it's gonna just because I had to penalties. watch Juwan Taylor for like yeah, five years saying, and I'm like, like ugh. <laughs> they're going to get penalties. They're going to make mistakes like that. But as far as holding protection, yeah, you're right. protection, you're right. fine. Yeah. They provide lanes and gaps for the run game like they do all the offensive line stuff proper it's the pre-snap stuff Juwan Taylor's always going to try to get a kick out early so you got to watch for that they're going to get a little holding going on so you got to watch for that but as far as like holding up holding up the protection opening lanes for Pacheco like they do the technical stuff yeah the baseline of what you want your offensive line to do they do it's yeah, you're right. It's a lot of the technical stuff. I just I wanted to ask you before we have to move on. 
What I do you think? One more question too. Okay, so Kansas City's Kansas City, and they're going to be Kansas City for a while because by the way, Mahomes- by the way, sorry, I got to interrupt. Fucking told you guys, you guys fucking poke the bear. And the bear came back to bite you fuckers. Yep. Everybody. He can't. We, we haven't seen him do it on the road. We haven't seen him do it on the road. We hadn't seen him do it on the road. Yeah, because he hadn't had to. He, <laughs> he hadn't needed um, to. But could he? Of course he could. What do you think? 2-0 in his first two road playoff games. With Baltimore. Because I know that's your account. We love Lamar here. Uh, South Florida boy. Say flowers. Uh, Broward to Broward on that first touchdown. Yeah, I know. I love Elated. Uh, and they were like, they went to school 15 minutes away from each other. I know. Blah, blah, blah. I was and I was like, like let's, let's go. go. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> but with Burrow coming back next season, uh, with you know the Bills in flux, but still being a potential playoff team, do you Charges think. Getting hardball. I mean, yeah. Oh, that was a big one I was talking about last night with some friends. Do you think this was the window? With the Baltimore's defense, the way they were playing, the season that they had, just blowing out these good teams. Do you think this was the window? No, I don't think. I don't think their only opportunity. This was a window for sure. I don't think this is their only opportunity. In this okay, show. all right. Um, because I didn't think that, and then the more I, people were talking about it, I was like, "Wait, Roquan is locked up. Yeah. Kyle Hamilton's still on his rookie deal. Uh, Packer Queen's Queen still got. Yeah, Queen is a free agent." Oh, he um, is? I thought he had yeah. one more year. Queen is a free agent, I believe. Jacksonville's uh, nice unless this he was time a of year, Patrick. Pick. I don't think he was a first-round pick, though. So, um, I think Matabike is still on his rookie deal. Um, Owe, I don't remember if he is or he's close to the end of his. But, I mean, Baltimore is going to have a defense. That's just what Baltimore does. They always does. have a defense. <laughs> That's just what Baltimore does. But um, I think uh, – uh, so two of the big things we haven't even discussed is uh, Flowers' is taunt. Flowers had a really poor day from like oh, yeah. a couple aspects of it. Um, the taunt Nobody mentioned and, that the, the Sneed was like pulling at his ankle. You know, yeah. Queen is a round one pick. Oh, is it? Okay, so maybe yeah. they could. 28th uh, pick. I don't know if they're going to extend the fifth year out. Is he in his fifth year, though, is the question. I'm pulling it up now. Uh, round one but, pick in 20. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 2020. So he's got 2020, 2021, 2022, 23, 24. Okay. So, so he's still, yeah, he does have one more year left. So. I believe I had that. Um, good job out of you. Uh, <laughs> that's if they picked up his option already. But, yeah, so Flowers, mental mistake. Um, he's a rookie. Motion's got the better of I him. I keep forgetting he's a rookie, too. I was about to say, Moment's got the better of him and then the fumble. But um, so, and this is this is where I say Lamar, uh, I think the, the national dialogue or whatever got into Lamar's psyche and got into the Ravens as a whole. Like the, oh, is he a passer? Is he a passer? Is he a passer? Like. I feel like they tried too hard to win this game predicated on his arm. And Oh, I thought you were going somewhere else with that. I completely agree with that statement, actually. And I feel like he internalized that, too, because there were, there were times where they showed the All-22 version in the middle of the game, and it's like, oh, it's not that he's not finding his receivers. They're covered. Yeah. Like all three, all four, all five. And he doesn't want to run. Cover, and he doesn't want to run. He's standing there waiting, waiting, waiting for somebody to get open. It's like, dog, 
Just go. Like Tony said at one point, Tony was pissing me off most of the game, but at one point he was like, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi, you got to go. Like you got to just, you got to make that decision. You can't stand patting the ball, moving around in there like a boxer. You have to make the decision to get out and go. Trying to force the issue through with the, with your arm. This is, this is the, Conference championship game. It's win by any means necessary. If you yeah. got to have 200 rushing yards, who gives a damn? You're getting to the Super Bowl, my guy. Like, this is not yeah, the time. Yeah, if you to lose this game, there is no. Wrong. Yeah, you've already <laughs> won the MVP this season. Like, just yeah. go. So it's like, dog, this is, this is put your body on the line time. This is where, like, you see Patrick Mahomes doing these runs outside the pocket and whatnot. Like, you got to make it happen. You got to make it happen. But yeah. um, I think they'll be better in years to come. I mean, another year in the Todd Munkin offense, uh, getting potentially getting uh, another or new receivers. Um, Odell had a, a couple catches that were crucial late in the game, but Zay Flowers is really the only person to ever break free. Like Bateman didn't do much. Aguilar had one catch late. He also had one drop early. Yep. Um that could have extended that, drop that first. Was bad. Yeah, that could have extended that first drive. Um, but yeah, no, I think there's still some things they can do to improve. I think Lamar had a really good year this year. Um, but him, John Harbaugh, and Tom Munkin have to look back at this footage and be like, hey, they sold out on the blitz. They had no spy, and we were timid to run for no mm-hmm. reason. We just yeah, was, were gun shy. Like the person they had spying was normally blitzing. Like it wasn't yeah. even a spy. It well, was the person like they had blitz. normally spying was hurt. So then the yeah. person they had in place of him, they just blitzed him. <laughs> yeah, like he's not going to be able to spy him. We'll just send pressure. Yeah, we'll just force the issue. And yeah, yeah, the Lamar not running thing was because even though you said it earlier, he had eight scrambles or eight carries. Yeah. Uh, it he should have had like six. This was a game for sixteen. Yeah. Just do it. There was just so many times where he's dropping back and it's like everybody's covered and you're like and your offensive line is giving you five, six seconds back here. And it's like we got to make them. We just got to go. Like You can't wait till second number nine, second number 10. Like that's how that fumble happened. Like he's sitting there waiting, 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 waiting. Finally, somebody gets open. He goes to throw it and pressure finally gets home after eight seconds. Like we can't hold on forever. Yeah. So, and when he ran, I mean, there were like probably two or three times when he ran where he got like maybe two to three yards. But outside of that, he was gashing them. Like that fourth yeah. and one where he just keeps it and takes off, gashing them for like 30, 40 yards. Uh, we should also mention, just because it was an iconic play, the pass to himself was pretty The cool. pass to himself, yeah, I also meant to mention that. That was the last thing I was going to mention yeah. before getting out of here. Um, two funny things you could take from that play. Uh the, the Giselle, a lot of people, a lot of people went, went right to the Giselle. My husband can't catch and throw the ball. Oh, yeah. Can't throw and catch <laughs> I forgot the ball. about that. Internet yeah, never I, I didn't think about it. And then, like, I saw Kevin Clark tweeted. I saw Jamel Hill tweeted. They were like, well, Lamar just proved that you can. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, the other side was Bill Polian was right. He was a better receiver. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you sons of bitches. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's classic dog whistle. Yeah. righty, second game on the docket. Uh, this honestly, one I take responsibility for. I curse this one because I texted you too early. A little more painful, Brennan. 
There's no way you could have cursed this one more than me. I was tweeting at people who I was telling oh, last were week it? the Lions were going to win. I was in my group chat like, man, the Lions are going to kick their ass. Like, I'm quoting all the stats. Jared Goff, best passer when he has a clean pocket. San Francisco can't get any pressure with their front four. San Francisco can't stop the run up the middle or to the outside. Like, outside of their linebackers, their team is done. They have yeah. nothing on defense. Nick Bosa... Trash and a racist. Chase Young, there's a reason he got traded for a third round pick. You're done. Since he came back from his injury, has not done. been the same player. He wasn't even, he never has showed not been up. the same player. Well, that first, that first and second year, he, yeah, was getting, you're right, he you're got right, that yeah. injury. And since coming back from that injury, looked like a shell of himself. Like, and for the first half, Brennan. We were we right. We were so right. <laughs> I texted you. I was like, I believe we had this. I didn't think it was going to be that bad. And you were like, no, I had it just like this. I had it being, uh, look, they were going to front run. They were going to get out in front of them. Uh, Purdy was going to feel some pressure, and he was going to make a mistake. I had him penned for two interceptions. He threw two interceptions. Only one of them got caught and registered yeah. as an interception, though. Uh, the second one, guess what second happened one. to you? Bounce off a man's face. Well, it hit him in the helmet, not his face mask. If it hit him in the face mask, it'd be different. I think it hit him in the face mask. No, it did. <laughs> yeah, this game so, was Lions were up big. What was it, 24 to 7 at halftime? 24 to 7 and a half. Um, the whole Dan Campbell thing, everyone's kind of back and forth on it because you know he's going for it on fourth downs. Let, let's just get this out here. Josh Reynolds lost this game. I mean, the Lions lost this game, but Josh Reynolds lost this game. Um, Josh Reynolds certainly did not help with the effort in this game. Two drops. I can one on that. fourth and three that he was wide open. And one on Guy was now. trailing him by like a yard and a half, two yards. He could have just taken off. But uh, also, Josh Reynolds is not a rookie, right? No. Okay. I was about to say, also... He played for uh, the Rams. The Rams Remember yeah. last week, everyone's like, oh, this is going to be a oh, big revenge right. like game. And he was like, that was four years ago. <laughs> um, also, though, because I was going to say, Jameer Gibbs, also similar to Zay Flowers, yeah. made a rookie mistake in a big moment, had that fumble on first down, which but that not didn't hurt all them on him. Because that game that, was. Hold on. That hurt them a lot. Brent, you have to think of the situation when that occurred. They just had the IU touchdown off of the yeah. IU play. So now it's 17 to 24. The first play after that, no time wasted. You didn't, if it was five plays down the field, yeah, you're right. maybe yeah. something. First play, fumble. Now we get the ball on the oppo uh, opposing 25 and we score quick. It's 24 24 instantly. You saw that. <clears throat> yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I was just, <clears throat> the Reynolds one just made the me Reynolds so one frustrated because he was so open. But that, you could survive that one, but the Gibbs fumble, like that gives them the 24-24. Gibbs ran the wrong play. We all saw Gibbs it. ran to the wrong <clears throat> side. That's yeah. what it looked like. And then Goff tried to Because he had his arms open the wrong it. way for the ball and everything yeah. like that. And it was. Really yeah, that's a bad mistake in the big spot. Yeah, and that flipped the whole thing. Uh, I really like Detroit, and I don't think they're going anywhere. Um, 
But then again, we say this every year, and then every year there's teams where we say like, "Oh no, they're stacked. They're this. They're that." I mean, I don't. I'm not trying to be a dick about it, but like Philly going into this season, we were like, yeah. they got richer in the draft. Like, there's no way they're going to lose. Like, they were stacked last year, and they just got better. And then you know they got bounced. So one of these teams out of these final four is either not going to make the playoffs or we're going to be shocked when they get bounced early next year. Mm. And I'm just hoping it's not Detroit. In fact, well, we I hope know it's, it's not going to be Kansas City. <laughs> I hope it's Kansas City. We know it's not going to be Kansas City. I'm so tired of this. Is, it's so funny. People are tired of this in this way. I, I guess it's, I mean, it's so I have a personal angst were. against Travis Kelsey, though. It's so weird. I don't understand it. He's, he's, a, he's a co-owner of my company. Like It's my guy. Also, he's, he's, he's my, his brother is my guy. <laughs> I love Jason. I've said this a million times. People show when you who we were they going really to the are Super Bowl with how they treat service staff, and he was a dick. When we were going to the Super Bowl in 2018, you know who was wearing an Eagles jersey? Travis. So he has a soft place in my heart. Um, I love the bond that him and his brother have. Right? Yeah. Well, his brother saved his life. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Literally. Yeah. Um, he was going down a really bad path, and Jason it wasn't was that like, "Bad, it wasn't get that your bad. ass over." It. Just I've seen where the path leads. He was smoking weed. He was smoking weed and got kicked off the team. And then Jason was like, "Begged the coach." To See, this is the other thing that bothers me about this is when they do like the documentaries or the shorts or whatever, they make it seem so much like, worse. Yeah, I was about to say it sounds so like I thought it was really bad and then I had to just write something for work. Like, I honestly thought he was taking ago. pills and stuff. No, I had to write something for work a couple weeks ago. It was like uh it was his first year. Well it's technically his second year because he redshirted. Redshirted, yeah. Um and he didn't get that many snaps. They were on Bourbon Street and he was like drinking, you know, chilling on Bourbon Street, smoked some weed, and then they had like a test. The next day. So he was like, fuck, my test is going to be positive. And then like the coach that they had left, a new coach came in. And then the new coach, when the new coach got there, the results came and it was like, oh, you're off the team. We don't have that. Blah, 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 blah. Zero tolerance. Yeah, zero policy. tolerance type of thing. And then so then Jason, who I think was getting ready to leave, went to the coach and was like, no, no, no. Jason, who was about to be a senior, said, hey, Travis is a good kid. This is like a... Yeah, they took him off scholarship, a, and Jason was like, yeah. hey, like, give him his spot back. Like, you don't have to put him on scholarship, but just let him on back on the team. No, so they didn't put him on the team immediately. Oh, um, they didn't? No, it was like, okay, well, you have to go to every single one of your classes. They had He signed, like, a contract. It was like, you got to okay. go to every single one of your classes. You got to pay for your own school for uh, a semester or whatnot. And you had to be on, you had to maintain a 3.0 or better. He made the dean's list, made every class, got a job working part-time to help pay for school, lived on his brother's, lived with his brother. They slept in the same bed, he basically said, like, and thugged it out for semester, two semesters. And then Jason goes to get drafted, and then he gets back on the team. And then he becomes a tight end. Yeah, you think it's you think the story you would have is thought be he was like powerful. on cocaine or something. Yeah, like, that's was, what I thought. It was insane. To be honest, that's what I was hoping for. But it doesn't take away that Jason. I'll send you. Which is because the story would be better. Vignette. No, the story was still pretty good. Like Jason, I mean, I mean, it, Travis still like you see the way he loves his brother. Like, yeah, Jason is the man, and I is, I love Jason Kelsey. It's just Travis can be kind of a dick. I love Travis. Big fan, of Travis. Um, 
And, and I love people. I, screw all the I love when who I thought his relationship was fake. By the way, like I never oh, yeah, was no, one of those. They are very much happy, but I do love all the people who are like, "How can you say that? He seems so nice." And I'm like, everyone who's talking to me about this has had interactions when he's on a public forum or has to be on Good Behavior. I was like, I'm the only one who has seen him when he's out in the real world where he doesn't think anybody's going to say anything about it. Like, I'm the only one. You've seen him at work where he has to be professional. Other I've people see him. him. But you know what I mean? Like, other people see him on interviews or on his podcast where he yeah. has to maintain this, like, level of whatever. I'm like, I'm the only one who's seen him in the real world. But, but my thing is, I mean, it could be twofold. He could be, a, he could probably, but I, 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 that's not true, though, because I also had a friend that I told you who... Is also in the service industry, and he had a great experience with Travis. So, well, I was say, I'm thinking maybe sometimes he had a people bad just day having a weird day. Well, yeah, it was not like, everybody uh, likes Jacksonville. Like, <laughs> <laughs> speaking so, of not everybody liking it, Detroit. Uh, so yeah, Detroit lost this game. Um, they did everything they needed to do. They maintained the run. They kept the pressure on that. They got to the quarterback, uh, two sacks, two big sacks, but, um, they were constantly badgering him, getting in his way, getting in his face. Debo didn't do anything in the run game. They didn't really try to do much with him in the run game. They kept McCaffrey under a hundred yards. Um, Detroit did everything they needed to do. I, for one, I mean, I know we got to talk about the fourth down calls. I, for one, 100% had no issue going for yep. it either time. Um, nope, me neither. That's what that's their identity. That's there. what they do. Yep. I was going to say, I don't think any of the players in there are like, man, we should have probably kicked the field goal. No. You, no. This is weak, as we say. We play to win the game. Hello. You have faith in us. We have to make your faith. Uh, mean something like yeah. We well, you have to, to reward people's faith in you. Yeah, like this is also how I would want to win. I, I'm pretty sure the players are saying to themselves, like, no, we want to win on our way, on our dime, on our court. We want yeah, because it also doesn't shield. make any. It doesn't make any sense to like this is your identity, and then to stray. First of all, to stray away from that, I don't think the players would be in a comfortable position. You know what I mean? Like to be like, oh no, we're gonna kick it. Say they miss the kick, then all the players are gonna be looking at the coach like, "Fuck you, man! We always go for it." Like, what yeah, the hell? Why didn't we go for it? And that's yeah. the thing. Like everybody's like, "Oh, just kick it, just kick it." It's like, okay, this is a game where we just saw their kicker miss a kick badly. Even though he's from the University of Miami, not a hundred percent outdoors. No. He's really great inside. Outdoors, he's all, he he is. I think it's like seventy two percent from like forty yes. so from forty not, and more. He's like seventy two percent outdoors, or from so like forty to forty five or whatever it was. So at all. So yeah. So it's and like, Josh man, Reynolds was open. Josh, and that's the thing that kills me. Everybody's like, they made the wrong decision. They made the wrong decision. The guy dropped the ball. Like the second he one was. They got schemed. They got yeah. tricked there. Steve, shout out to Steve Wilkes, showing man, then going his own. Like they tricked them there. The first one, though, he dropped the like. If he doesn't drop the ball, everybody who's saying, "Oh, you should just kick the field goal," is like, "Oh my gosh, gutsy guy, yeah. great decision making." You know how I know that because they did it all year when they did it. Yep, we praised them all year for making these big decisions, and now we wanted him to cower and just take the three. Like, yeah, and I, I mean, I live in this because Doug Peterson is a go for it kind of guy, and. 
I mean, I'm the same thing as Dan Campbell. Like you live in it. Like, and I got to the point this year because last year it was new for me, and I was like, "What are we doing? Like, this is crazy." But I started to get used to it, and then I would send texts to the Discord or to you personally, where I'd be like, "Yeah, man, this is what we do. We go for it, and sometimes you don't get it, and it really fucking sucks. It really, really sucks sometimes because you're really like, sucks, you're like, I wish." They used to have a thing in Madden where you could click like the L button or whatever, and it would like go back to the previous play. Oh yeah, the mulligan. Yeah, yeah. So like, if you threw a pick or something, you just click click whatever button, and you, like it literally would start reverse, to play reverse. over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And God, I think about that. It was only in like one or two editions of Madden, but I think about that as a fan of a coach who goes for it on fourth and then watching this game where I'm like, God, don't you just wish you could click that button and go right back to the previous play? Not the whole series, just the previous play. Man, I I just feel like you gotta you gotta show up. Like that's the difference between the good and the great players. Like mm-hmm. you show up when the moments the brightest. Like you make those catches. Like yeah, there's a reason you're out on the field. It's because we have faith in you, and you have to reward the faith we have in you and the faith you have in yourself. Because you wouldn't have made it to this part in your life if you did not have any self-belief. Yeah. So Brandon Ayuk came up huge in this game. Oh gosh. Stud. 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 I, the only guy on that team I have the least issues with, honestly. Well um, and it's weird too because and CMC. they keep I don't getting really issues with CMC. They keep getting studs. Yeah, they keep fine. I mean, Ayuk's been there for a minute. Debo's been all the guys. I want to say no. All I know, but these are the guys they drafted. Appearance, yeah. I was they, but but that's what I'm saying is like, you know, a lot of teams couldn't find a wide receiver if they fucking hit the broadside of a barn. But this this team, the Steelers are like this, where they're just like, no, we got it. Don't worry about it. We'll, well, I mean, they we'll, got we'll two. It. Like, I'll take those two over all seven <laughs> I that I have. Two. It's like everybody has like a, a couple of good ones, like. Yeah, that's true. Jameson Williams, I mean, we had a really good game here, but you know, next year if he takes another step, the first year he was he hurt, this year has he was been suspended. a huge disappointment. Well, I'd say this the first year he was he was hurt when they drafted him, so it took a while yeah. for him to come back. And then this year he started off with a what six game suspension that got reduced to a four game suspension. Um and when he's popped, he's been brilliant. Yeah, but, um, no, you're right. But it comes down to this thing we talk about all the time, which is like, okay, next year, if he doesn't take the step forward and something else happens, it's like, when does this become this is who you are? Yeah. Getting suspended, yeah. getting hurt, get, not being able to play. The best ability is availability. And if you, you can't, can't be on about the field. The getting, hurt. the getting hurt one happened in college. He got drafted hurt. I that's know, that's but different. I'm saying <laughs> if he gets hurt again. Yeah, no, I mean. Um, but he, that run, arms, that run was sick, dude. That, that run was amazing. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think he's, I, I don't think he's like Kadarius Tony, where oh, you no. just can't no, have no, faith no, 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 in him. No. Like, he he has good hands. He has good decision making on the field. And it's he's just, so fast. It's just he has to be ready and available. And they have also, to incorporate him in the offense. I didn't realize how fast uh, Jamar Gibbs is. I knew he was fast, fast. But, like, he was doing things where, like, Fred Warner was taking an angle, and then he just, like, outran him. And I was like, what? I mean, I don't know how old Fred Warner is, but I think the other but thing is, like, you got to remember, like, rookie versus vet. But also – end of the season. You think Fred Warner is the kind of player being all pro God knows how many years in a row. Fuck me. 
Yeah. Where he would be around for a minute. <laughs> but you also would think like, oh, Fred Warner knows what kind of angle to take. Like, yeah. and Gibbs was just like, nah, I'm good. I was say speed on speed. Some speed kills, man. Yep. Like, just ask Miami. I see your angle. And I raise you another couple of steps. Yeah. Oh, God. This game was heartbreaking in every sense of the word. Soul wrenching. Especially because we had it. We were right. Well, I said it at the beginning of this podcast. We were right about both games. The better team lost. Better team lost. Better team lost. Um, But before we do get out of this game, I got, we have to uh, shout out to Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, who has taken a lot of flack. Um, Yeah. I think we did do a little reversal this year saying that, you know what? He is good. He's better than just being buoyed by this team. He does make plays. He does make yeah. mistakes because he's still a young player, but he does make enough plays on his own to be uh, respected. Uh, I mean, I was it. saying at the beginning of the year, I was like, he's a yeah. system guy. It's all system. And then as the year progressed, I was like, eh, I think I'm wrong. I think I'm yeah. wrong about this. Yeah. Um, he does a little outside of the system. He has a lot of belief in himself and he made a couple of huge plays like, uh, now some of those those runs were backbreaking. I was about to say those runs, those runs were humongous. Like he was doing what I like. He was doing that, and I was like, "Fuck, that's what Lamar was supposed to do." Somebody send <laughs> this was, tape to Lamar. <laughs> like this is what you do when the game is on the line, when your season's on the line. Like sometimes you gotta just fuck it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Like so, yeah. Huge shout go. out to him. Um, even though I still think he is. We're going to look back and he's fucking angel in the outfield because he had some lucky fucking plays. That one across the body to Jawan Jennings where he has to jump up like a fucking pole vaulter and catch it with one hand. Climb the ladder, yeah. That should have been an intercept. Like That ball should be in the air and intercepted. The one off of uh, I don't I don't think it was Sutton's face mask, but whoever's face mask. Oh, the Ayuk one, yeah. Yeah, like what in what world? <laughs> and and I I joke about it all the time. What do you call a, a defensive back? It's a wide receiver who can't catch. And that yeah. was like, yep, there we go, there we go, yep, right in the face mask. <laughs> can't track the ball. Great job. All right, so right moving on. Eyes. We won't predict Super Bowl this week. We'll predict Super Bowl do it next, next week. week. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, NBA, uh, NBA, Brennan. Boston Celtics have lost two at home. Now they lost one to the Nuggets. They lost one to the Clippers. Got blown out by the Clippers. But they're still number one seed. Uh, Milwaukee trailing them. Milwaukee lost last night to my Denver Nuggets. Uh, Followed by the Sixers, who are on a three-game losing streak, one of which was to Denver in Denver. Um, And Joel Embiid decided not to play. Decided not to play. Joel Embiid will not. before the game. He will not be in the running for the MVP if he doesn't get 65 games. Yeah, and he only has five games left. Somebody made a funny tweet. They said uh, he has PTO just like us. He's running <laughs> out of PTO just like us. That's um, But, yeah, the Miami Heat are on a seven-game slide, uh, so they are now the seventh seed. Uh, your Orlando Magics are treading water. They're fighting. Um, I had an interview with Jalen Suggs. I really – I like that guy when he came oh, out. I really an interview. 
Yeah, I really enjoyed. So you said I had an interview with Kayla. No. So I was like, is this a new episode of the podcast? I know they were in New York recently. Oh, <laughs> they were. That was fun. There was a bunch of people at the restaurant who had magic gear on. Well, there was like three oh. people, but I was like, all right, let's fucking go, man. I ran into somebody in Walmart with some magic gear on a couple of weeks ago. He had like the orange in Atlanta orange magic. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what the heck? And then me and him had like a five minute conversation. He was the old like, school shack had, one. Uh, no, it was the orange like when they did like. The, oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I think you said old. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I have my Miami hoodie because I, I I went to Walmart after working out, and I always wear my Miami hoodie when I work out because it's good to sweat in. And he was like, "Miami, you from there?" I was like, "I mean, I'm from Broward." He was like, "Oh snap, I'm from Kendall." I was like, "Oh snap!" <laughs> so that was funny. Um, in the West, yeah. Minnesota still the top seed after taking down the Thunder yesterday. Uh, the Nuggets, like I said, beat the Bucks, and now we are the two seed half game back of the Timberwolves to take that back. The Clippers, man, they've been uh, running through the lead, took a loss last night to the Cavs, but they're only two games back of the one seed in the West. Uh, the Lakers just cannot get it together. They're 24-24, 500, took an L last night to the Rockets um, in Golden State. Uh, since winning their game after their coach, their assistant coach passed, they won that first game. I can't remember who they played, but since then they've dropped two games, um, and they're currently out of the picture right now. That was uh, a good game, though, the Golden State Lakers game. That was a fun. Oh yeah, game. and then that yeah that game did happen too. That was an amazing game, double overtime. LeBron and Curry just going at each other like this is the finals. It was. I it saw was it so great. I left the pizza place. It was like twelve thirty at night. And as I'm walking back to my apartment, I walk by like two or three different sports bars and I look up in the sports bar window because I didn't realize the game was going on. And I saw the Steph Curry shot in the second Mm. overtime to win the game. And I was like, oh, shit, did I just see something historic? (laughs) Wait, Golden State won that one? Uh, well, the shot, and I, I mean, it was the double overtime shot where he, he makes it and there's only like two seconds left and he like turns and walks away. Maybe it was to tie it. <clears throat> I bet that might have been a tie because that, or that might have been to get it by one. I think the Lakers won by one in that game. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Lakers won maybe. by one because I remember Steph walked off the court and ripped his jersey. He was oh, like, yeah. So I saw, <laughs> I saw the last shot that he made and I was like, yeah. did I just, I wanted to ask you real quick because I know we have a hard out in a couple of minutes, but. So I found this very fascinating, and it's uh, with the NBA. When Joel Embiid had a 70-point game, everyone was very excited. People love Joel. He has a very high approval rating. I mean, it's slipping now, but it's always been pretty high. I thought that was interesting, that juxtaposition to Cat getting his, what was it, 62 or 68 or whatever it was, and how they lost that game. And how they winning and losing changes uh, the narrative, man. (laughs) Well, they also benched him. They were like, "No, you're not. We're not gonna. We're gonna lose this game because you're being selfish." Yeah, yeah. I was say where oh Embiid more so got it because Embiid's the focal point of that team. So yeah, they were they run through him regardless, and he kind of got his in a more natural flow of the game. Uh, The Timberwolves run through Anthony Edwards now. And Cat was taking shots that he probably shouldn't have been taking. That would be like he gets the ball in the flow of that, but you should look for somebody else. And instead, he yeah. was just like taking shots. And it was like, all right, you're doing too much. Get out of here. I just <laughs> think that's a that's a a, a and the I want was people slipping away. So well, and I want people to remember that moment, this moment, like us talking about this now. I want it to be on record that like that's that's foreshadowing for the playoffs. Yeah, um, like I mean, and even the players. Minnesota's going to Minnesota. 
Uh, I think that was just the signs of an immature team, and uh, yeah. they even they, they talked about it themselves. Wasn't even the game. youngest guy. <laughs> I know. Like I know. Ant was out there doing it. Uh, but Ant talked about it. Chris Finch talked about it. Like, hey, we all thought, like, oh man, he's having a hell of a day. Like, he's he started off so high, and it was like, all right, let's just keep feeding him, see how much he can get. And then it was like, oh snap, we're about to lose this game. <laughs> like, I can't. So. <laughs> You're right, though. It's it's it, it might be as simple as winning and losing changes yeah. the perspective, but yeah, because Devin Booker got like. 62 like the next day i think cat might have got 65 and then devin booker got 62 and they also lost and it's like man we all right nobody even go get those it. points and then nobody really cares and then luca gets 73 and a win and it's like oh luca's great it's yeah like, <clears throat> also did you see the luca thing where he was coming after the reporter i didn't watch it but i saw the press conference he's just a whiny little baby which is weird because that part of the world doesn't normally produce whiny little babies <laughs> well i think um between he had, that and all the ref fan, stuff, he had a fan kicked out because the fan was like harassing. Yeah, a fan him. was like, "You it looks and like then, you've never seen a fucking treadmill." And then he got him kicked out. And then a reporter who was sitting two rows in front of the fan tweeted, tweeted that yeah. that's why he got kicked out. And, and then, then Luca came after like, him. That reporter, him and that reporter, obviously have some type of history. He oh said, yeah, you only tweet negative things about me or something or other. Um, but all right, off of the NBA, I'm trying to move the show along. God damn it! Sorry. Uh, UConn still number one in the and in the men's side. Purdue number two. Uh, the jumps we had: Wisconsin jumps up to number six. Duke jumps up to number five. Is FAU still FAU still here, baby? Jump up to yep. number twenty. Uh, New we Mexico jumps up six spots. At barely two. won our last game. Last oh, second really? buzzer beater. Yeah. Ooh. It's nice. ESPN's uh, hi, uh, fucking headline made it seem like we lost, and I was like, "Are you gonna fucking kidding me? <laughs> we lost to another unranked team." <laughs> Kentucky to suffered a loss. They fell to the 10 spot. Oh, over on the women's side, though. Uh, yeah, what happened? You said it was a big, bunch big of good week. games. Yeah. So South Carolina beat LSU, giving LSU their second loss of the season. Um, and so South Carolina is still number one. But also, I believe Stanford beat either UCLA or USC. And then whoever didn't lose to them, somebody else beat the other. So both. UCLA and USC, who I think was three and five or two and five, both lost. So they're out of the top 10. LSU, LSU got stunned. By I was about to say, and then State. LSU lost again last night. That's not going to be reflected in the rankings right now, but they got beat last night to Mississippi State. So that's two back to back losses. Um, but right now they're number nine only after the South Carolina loss. Iowa jumps back up from number five to number three. NC State jumps up to number five. Uh, Colorado fell three spots. Did Colorado lose a game? Oh, man. There was so much that was happening. Um, Ohio State still riding high after being uh, after beat Iowa. They're up to number eight now. Um, but, yeah, I think I Notre Dame had a big game the other day. Uh, I think they beat U- UConn, and that's why UConn has fell to number 11 out of the top 10 now. And now Notre Dame is in the top 15. Uh, Virginia Tech moving up two spots. They get to number 17. Like, there was a lot of movement. Every Almost everybody moved except South Carolina. Baylor stayed at number 13. LSU didn't move because they lost to the number one team. But, again, after this Mississippi State loss, they're definitely going to go down uh, in next week's poll. So um, that is your basketball recap. On to the quickest of quickets. And you'd be surprised how quick and quick Neyman hits quick hit. Oh right, Brennan. Quick, quick hits. Quick. Uh all right, in the NHL standings, uh the 
Florida Panthers have won four straight. Uh, still, still behind the damn Bruins. Bruins are out of control, man. Um, have the Tampa Bay's have, moving up, baby. Have the Oilers? Last I saw, it, the Oilers had won sixteen straight. Okay, so they're still on sixteen. Uh, yeah, they won sixteen straight, all in regulation. That is crazy turnaround. Um, so yeah, the Tampa Bay Lightning—they have made it into the top three in the Atlantic Division. Uh, so yeah, as as Kyle pointed out, I'm not going to do it how I do it anymore because it's not like that. It's not one through eight in that way. So it's three, three, and then the two best wild card teams. Um, so yeah, right now you got the Bruins, the Panthers, the Lightning. Uh, then you got the Rangers, Carolina, and the Flyers. Maybe that's why he was pointing it out because. Um, the Flyers technically would be four in the conference, but they're third in their division. Somehow, I guess I don't remember. Oh, there's only two divisions. Yeah, there's only two divisions per side, and then it's two wild card teams. And right now, the wild card teams for the East would be Toronto and Detroit, and the wild card teams for the West would be the Kings and the Blues. Um, the Knights are second in the Pacific, there, and the Avalanche are first in the Central. So shout out to those teams doing what they need to do. Um, yeah. All right. And for Fulham, uh, not the greatest of weeks. Uh, two. Was it? Has it been two losses since we last spoke? Yep. Yeah, two losses. Uh, the fuck lost, did the offense go? Lost uh, the second game, the second leg of the Carabao Cup to. Uh, was no, it was a draw. One of them was a draw. Sorry, yeah, it was a draw. But we was still it? we didn't get to but advance. But we didn't because, aggregate the win. Yeah, was, was it Liverpool? Uh, it's a team that I know: Newcastle, Liverpool, Arsenal. Newcastle was the last game. So yeah, okay. So Liverpool lost to Liverpool, um, and well, drew with Liverpool, lose on aggregate, and then in the uh, the FA matchup, lose to Newcastle. Uh, the offense, I think the offense is in Africa right now. Um, Alex Awobi. I feel like you're baiting uh, me. No, Alex Awobi and Calvin Bassett. Calvin Bassett is a center back, but Alex Awobi is one of the players we got right before the, in right as the season was starting. Uh, we got him from Everton. He plays midfield. He plays on the wing. They're currently participating in the AFCON um, oh, okay. championships. So... Uh, they're playing for Nigeria, and I think they've advanced, uh, I want to say, either the semis or the finals themselves. Um, but yeah, yeah this so has been bad. So they've been gone for pretty much most of January, um, and Alex Iwobi is probably, since coming over, he's been one of the most creative players um, as far as setting things up, getting tracking back defensively. Uh, and so I think that has... We we're seeing the uh, effects of him not being there, um, and honestly, in that FA matchup against Newcastle, we were the better team. I mean, we were getting. It just goes back to what I've said along uh, for many a times. Like, you gotta if you're in the attacking third, you gotta clean up. You gotta get the goals, yeah. and we had some chances. We just couldn't get the goals. We could. We weren't clinical enough with our finishes uh, because we had two games, two cup games, rather quickly from Friday to Wednesday. Uh, we rotated the squad. We had Rodrigo Munez in there, and 
he's a younger kid. I think he's like 20 or 21 now. We got him when he was like 19. And he just wasn't, he was getting the ball in good places. He just wasn't flushing it through. Um, and I think if Raul was in for that game, I think he flushes those and we get those goals. That may be just wishful thinking on my part, but uh, with the form that he had, um, I think he puts those away because those chances were just so golden. I think he yeah. puts those away. Uh, and then, yeah, Newcastle got up on top of us and, yeah, they, they smothered us and they, they won the game. So uh, they were tough. playing they're pretty much their entire first squad. They didn't have a Carabao Cup game prior to. Uh, whereas we did. And uh, so we rotated our squad some. And yeah, they got up ahead of us. And uh, that's the end of that. But uh, there's a game tonight, actually, uh, yep. against Everton. And you know, all focus now is. Big, we have to get Premier a big League. win. Yeah, <clears throat> all focus now is on the Premier League. We're out of the Carabao, we're out of the FA. Now we can sole focus and rotate the squad. Because loss, loss, draw, loss is not how we stay up. Yeah, but it's different. I mean, some of that is Carabao Cup and, you know. I know, but just, you know, oh, you don't believe in momentum, so never mind. No, no, no. Not that I don't believe in momentum. It's like the results aren't the same. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. The weight of the results are different in each scenario. Like the Carabao Cup result, honestly, is probably more because. That was we were one game away from. No, I want some final. hardware. Yeah, I want some so, hardware. <clears throat> so yeah, everything is weighed a little differently. But all right, we got to get out of here. We did it, Brennan. We made it to the end. We did it. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. <laughs> Oh, right wait, there. I had a walk-off to no. Oh, did you? <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I would have wrote one, but I didn't have, didn't care to. Uh, Brennan, where can we find you? At Brennan T Comedy on all social media, BrennanTComedy.com. Uh, check out my uh, other podcast, X Drinking Buddy. I guess on to talk about their best and worst drinking, drug, party, and getting in trouble stories. And then the one-man show is on YouTube, YouTube.com at Brennan T Comedy. It's really good. It's called X Drinking Buddy as well. It's the... Uh, premiere video so just go to my youtube and it's right there at the top joe edited it it's very good um very moving i've gotten a lot of good feedback i just need more people to fucking watch it joe um you should post about it like once a week yeah i know uh, i need to what i was gonna say uh you know every time you're doing your show and you say uh the listeners probably hate when i do this because i do this all the time but you know new person i'm talking to i'm like yeah i do hate it i know i've heard this story thousands of times <laughs> Uh, you can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorval. You can check out this show's Twitter and Instagram at Cheering Press. Don't forget to check out the other shows on the Anulo Network. That is Anulo itself. And who does a podcast? We're doing Floor <coughs> and the Sun, which is on Apple Plus. I forgot to tweet and post about that. I've been buried in work lately. Um, yeah. And go check out joedorval.com. Check out the merch. Check out the music. Headphone Joe. No, oh, no, Ian, the phone. Uh, Brandon, get me out of here because I got to use the bathroom before I'm going to work. Uh, and that's why we play the game. Hello. Hello. You shout out Lamar Jackson, Zay Flowers. We're going to get him next year. You shout out Patrick LaVon Mahomes, the second. Yeah. He's got too Michael many Michael Jordan. Man. Michael Jordan. Get out of here. It's Michael Jordan.